Thank you for joining us today on To Tell Us Die. We want to begin a message that I recently shared with our fellowship. Satan can't stop God. And we'll be in the book of Revelation, chapter 12, verses 7 through 17. As you go through the scripture, you find that at every turn, Satan is opposing God, resisting God, fighting against the purposes and plans of God. But the reality is, no matter what, the enemy cannot stop God's will from being done. He cannot thwart the purposes and plans of our Heavenly Father. Not on a micro level or on a macro level. Not in my life individually, not in your life individually, nor in the life of the body of Christ collectively. So let's get into this message. Satan can't stop God. Let's open up to Revelation 12. Revelation chapter 12. Originally, I had another message that I had been working on, planning to share this morning, but yesterday... On the drive home, the Lord began to just speak to me and put something fresh in my heart that I think he wants to encourage somebody with, whether you're here or going to be listening through the uh, Facebook page or on YouTube. I think the Lord has something he wants to encourage us with. You know, Paul told Timothy that when he was instructed to teach the word, one of the things that, you know, he said that you would do, he encouraged him to exhort to reprove to rebuke to do this with all long suffering with patience and with teaching and things that there are various kinds of things that we do when we open scripture up and we begin to sort of expound on it and one of those things that Paul said is that we are to exhort and so this morning's message is more of an exhortation for us to remember something very very important and we see that laid out here in the book of Revelation, chapter 12, beginning in verse 7. John records, and there was war in heaven, Michael and his angels waging war with the dragon. And the dragon and his angels waged war, and they were not strong enough. There was no longer a place found for them in heaven. And the great dragon was thrown down, the serpent of old, who is called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was thrown down to the earth, and his angels were thrown down with him. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brothers has been thrown down. He who accuses them before our God day and night. And they overcame him because of the blood of the Lamb, because of the word of their testimony or witness. And they did not love their life even to death. For this reason rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the earth and the sea, because the devil has come down to you, having great wrath, knowing that he has only a short time. And when the dragon saw that he was thrown down to the earth, he persecuted the woman who gave birth to the male child. But the two wings of a great eagle were given to the woman, so that she should fly into the wilderness to her place, where she was nourished for a time and times and half a time from the presence of the serpent." The serpent poured water out like a river from his mouth after the woman so that he might cause her to be swept away with the flood. 
But the earth helped the woman, and the earth opened its mouth and drank up the river which the dragon poured out of his mouth. So the dragon was enraged with a woman and went off to make war with the rest of her seed, those who keep the commandments of God and have the witness or the testimony of Jesus. Many times, I think a lot of us have a misunderstanding of the battle that goes on in the spiritual realm between the forces of light and those of darkness. I think too many people think that God and the devil are on equal footing, just on opposite sides. And that when the war is being waged one against the other, it all depends on who has the best strategy and who makes the most successful move like in a chess game as to who is going to come out on top. Most people view the devil almost as if he is God, as if he's all-knowing, as if he is present everywhere, as if he knows the future as God knows the future, as if he has as much power as God has to be able to execute his purposes and plans. And some people actually think that the devil has the ability to thwart and to stop the plans purposes and will of God and nothing could be further from the truth and so we want to look this morning because this is so important even in our day and it is also important in my life and in your life too as we walk with God when we get right down to it and where we're headed through as we look at these truths is for you and I personally the devil cannot stop what God wants to do in your life, no matter how hard he tries, no matter how hard you and I try sometimes, and the choices that we make, and the decisions that we choose sometimes that are against God's best for us, they cannot stop God's purpose and plan and will for you and me being fulfilled. I love the quote of Charles Haddon Spurgeon who said, When the devil opens his mouth in slander, it gives me an opportunity to ram the sword of truth down his throat. And this morning, that's what we want to do. We want to ram the sword of truth down his throat. Satan cannot stop God. He could not in the beginning stop the rescue of God that we see played out in Genesis chapter 3. Even when he schemed to work to get God's most significant creation of all, the one in whom God placed his very image to rebel against God, he could not stop God from gracing Adam and Eve with his love. He could not stop God from providing a covering for their shame. He could not stop God from forgiving them of their sin. He could not stop God from making an eternal promise to them in a declaration that was to them as well as to him about a promised seed that would come and would crush the serpent's head. 
It was a grace experience for Adam and Eve in the garden. And even though they had rebelled, they had disobeyed God, Satan could not stop God from covering and hiding and removing their sin and their shame, even in the context of their rebellion that they led and took against God. God made a promise in Genesis 3.15. And that promise would ultimately lead to a people. Look at all of the ways, and we covered some of this a few weeks ago, but look at all of the ways, again, Satan tried to stop God. Satan tried to stop God by having Cain kill a righteous Abel. God turned around and gave Eve Seth. And from Seth, men began to call on the name of the Lord. Then Satan entered into humanity and tried to cause the whole world to be full of wickedness and rebellion against God, knowing that God would have to act against that. God did send a flood, but in the midst of that, God chose one family, one man that he was going to preserve and protect because this man found grace in the eyes of the Lord. He had him build an ark, put that man and his family on an ark, destroyed the wickedness and wiped it out through a flood, then restarted everything with Noah and his family. And then Satan tried to enter again and bring the nations together to build themselves a monument, their own altar to another God rather than the most high God. They were going to be like the devil as it were and make themselves as God to build a tower to heaven, a ziggurat where they believed that God sat in throne and God came down again and confounded their languages and scattered them out and broke out this unified action of rebellion against God. And then in the midst of that, God made a statement that in Deuteronomy, Moses reveals what happened there in Genesis 11, that all these other nations were scattered and fell under the authority and power of principalities and powers, angelic beings that God gave responsibility to rule over. But God said that he was going to pick one little big group of people out for his own inheritance. They would belong to him. And in Genesis 12, we see that God picked a man. This promise led to a people. Genesis 3.15 resulted in a people, and God chose a people through the man Abraham. Eventually, they became the nation of Israel. Satan could not stop God's choosing of this people. Satan could not stop God's choosing of this people, and we will continue tomorrow to see as we go through the Scripture and we go through the work and redemptive purpose of God and plan in history, that Satan can never thwart that plan. May the grace and peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be yours in fullest measure.